Welcome everyone. Welcome to Engage Culture with Apostle TJ. Hi, Minister Tino. I'm excited. It's your first time. It so is my first time. Should I welcome you? Welcome to Engage Culture. Thank you. I'm so excited <laughs> to be here. Um, yeah. I'm so excited. We've got a lot of fun topics to discuss. Yeah. But before we get started, of course, please follow Apostle TJ on all his social media handles at Apostle TJ all over social media, as well as subscribe to his website, which is www tjarabeshala.com yes i'm on everything apart from tiktok so everything you know, everything apart yeah, from tiktok, apart from TikTok. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> um so we're gonna get started anyway yes um so we're going to talk about cancel culture today wow it's a very heavy topic it is but yeah. we will try our best to you know tackle it mm. um so my first question is should christians be quick to cancel culture uh, okay um this it's a huge topic like it's 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 huge because obviously the the platform for cancer culture right now is literally um social media in that mm. sense and and i think it's important to be clear that when we say cancer culture we're talking about um the 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 idea that um someone can be called out not necessarily from the perspective of correcting them mm. but actually bring in maybe their work um, to an end, in some cases, literally bringing uh, bringing the identity to a place of such scrutiny that it literally affects them in a very very um, negative way, and it does not give any chance for redemption. Yeah. Basically, and I want to be very clear to say that look, we're not here saying that there shouldn't be accountability no. in any way. There has to be accountability. We're not saying that people should not repent or you know um change their ways from things basically mm -hmm. but the reality is that if people are going to be able to do that there has to be a system by which correction is redemptive in of that course. sense so i think when i when i look at it from the perspective of a christian the entirety of our ethos everything that we stand very redemption based mm -hmm. is it's about a second chance and a third chance and a fourth chance and a fifth chance i don't yeah. know where i could stop but really and truly it's about finding um, um opportunity in christ where we wouldn't have even given ourselves opportunity and i think because of our journey our history our story um as christians as believers then it stands to reason that whenever we approach any situation we approach it with compassion mm. and with a heart for redemption and then yeah. we leave the we leave the in a sense the judging to god whilst we essentially help um, people through different seasons if of course if they want to be helped yeah oh that's a good one yeah. if they want to be helped no, yeah. no, no, we'll come back to that that's yeah. actually really good and yeah. i agree with you i think a lot of the time mm. as a christian it's important that we do practice forgiveness yeah and understand that everybody has imperfections yeah just because they are on let's say on online platform yeah um, and perhaps maybe you just see the imperfections yeah that doesn't necessarily mean that you ha necessarily have the right to throw the first stone yeah because i mean someone's sin is in public yeah other people's sin is in private, it's in private. just because you don't see it yeah that doesn't necessarily mean that it's not there and i think yeah quite a lot of the time we are so quick to mm. cancel culture yeah um and we get so lost in this cancel culture fame like oh he or she didn't meet the standard in yeah. my head so yeah. i'm gonna cut them off or yeah cancel them yeah delete them yeah and 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 literally i think there's that scripture that talks about um you know um he he was without sin like you know like cast yeah the, the the first you know the first stone in that sense so i think 
my my viewpoint is that um <laughs> this whole thing about cancel culture is is very dysfunctional um and the reason i say that is that i've seen sometimes people who themselves are uh, because what it is is that human beings project a lot mm. <laughs> they wow. project a yeah. lot yeah right human beings project a lot um and sometimes people project the very season the space the pattern that they're going through mm. and so someone who is dealing with a very heavy level of condemnation will most likely condemn someone else yeah. and someone who has experienced grace will most likely extend grace to other people that's good so so my thinking is that this whole thing about cancer culture from the from the from the perspective of believers i don't think a believer who has genuinely experienced what grace is mm. will be and has, has been touched by the reality of and has walked in it you know we can experience grace in different ways i'm not here yeah. to preach so i'm gonna avoid that okay <laughs> but we can experience grace in different ways yeah. for example the bible says growing grace second peter and in the knowledge of god so we can we can receive a seven letter of grace but we don't grow in grace mm -hmm. but it's very hard for people that have grown in grace to literally not have a redemptive perspective mm -hmm. you know towards people so i think that sometimes um this whole thing about cancel culture it's it's coming it mostly comes from a place where people themselves are dealing with condemnation and sometimes they project their own rejection um and their own lack of re um, a sense of redemption wow. to a situation or to a person and they deal with a person how they're dealing with themselves mm. and don't realize that what is completely flawed is the theology of grace that's really deep that's yeah. really really deep and yeah. that is a really really good point about i love your viewpoint about the extension of grace and mm. um, so if you've got grace you extend it if yeah. you are walking in your own condemnation yeah um you ex you would kind of portray that as well yeah so yeah that kind of flows into my next question mm. in how to differentiate the good and the bad from the culture mm. so how would you of course there's Looking at condemnation, condemnation, yeah. the way I see it is bringing somebody down. Yeah. But conviction yeah. has a sort of like, oh, this is perhaps maybe something that you have done wrong. However, yeah. here's some grace. This is how we could kind of recorrect, re re but yeah, correct recorrect. you or yeah. redirect you, disciple, yeah. etc. Yeah. So how would you, as a Christian, yeah. should you, like you said, should you be the first one to throw the stone? Yeah. Is it mm. wrong to actually say, oh, bro sis apostle your whatever. life needs to come in order <laughs> literally is it wrong to say that oh I, I don't agree with yeah what you're doing or what you're portraying yeah um without necessarily bringing them down yeah is it okay as, as a believer yeah the, the whole thing on, on correction is, is is tricky um i don't know whether one of these days we have to sit down and talk about it but okay but here here is the here is the problem um the problem is that because we are very online based mm. um we don't know how to we don't know the rules of we don't i don't know we i don't know if we marry enough the the rules of engagement of living as a believer with what what's happening online in that sense i yeah. think that arena sometimes escapes the the um the regulation mm. or, or the you know yeah the regulation of scriptures or the, or the way that scriptures you know defines everything so here is the thing there is nothing wrong with bringing correction mm -hmm. like anyone who sincerely loves growth will embrace correction 
um, the Bible says Jesus suffered obedience through the, um, he, he lent obedience rather through the things of obedience. He lent, <laughs> he lent obedience through the things that he suffered. Mm -hmm. So anyone who, who wants growth yeah. would be open to correction. Okay. Um, that's the reality. So there isn't a situation that at different points in our lives where we may do something. Someone say, Hey, someone says, Hey, you need to, you need to check this place and you need to look at that. If you, if we lack that in our lives as believers, we, we should beg God for mercy because we, we lack a very vital element in that sense. The problem, however, is this, it's not just a correction, it's the how, yeah. um, and it's sometimes the who and the where mm -hmm. <laughs> at the same time. Mm -hmm. So here is the problem now is that when correction lacks a redemptive perspective, what should have been um, surgical becomes weaponized. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So correction is surgical in the sense that it's able to help my soul. But when when it's not done in the way that it's, it's, it's meant to be done, it becomes a weapon that becomes dangerous mm -hmm. in that sense. So there's nothing wrong with correction. But what we have to be able to do is to look at sometimes the context in which we're correcting. So for example... Um, whenever I'm on social media, I'm not on social media a lot. I'm grateful for that. But whenever I am on, there are a number of things that I see that I think, oh my gosh, this is off. Um, you know, conversations, thoughts, dressing, like all these things, basically. And um, I, I, I don't know whether sometimes I need to jump into an argument with the person because sometimes I actually don't have jurisdiction over the person. Um, in that sense. So, hey, as much as I see that this is wrong, I may not be able to 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 do that in that sense. So that's some type of context. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? And could you say, yeah, um, just as you were talking, I was just thinking it's about relationship as well. Yeah. Like if you're like if you're not close to that person. Yeah. I mean, you see people online. Yeah. I mean, they are an online image. Yeah. But at the same time, those people you are the most closest to you. Yeah. Have, I would say, well, maybe for me, have yeah. more of a right to be like, oh, bro, yeah. sis, or whoever you are to them. Yeah. Like, this isn't what, you know, mm. we're made to do or something like that. Yeah. That, I would say, will come more from a relationship. But I think what the issue is, online kind of grants everybody access. Yeah. So I think a lot of people kind of think, oh, because it's online, yeah. I automatically have access. Have to access, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think there's definitely a very valid element of that. Mm. And I think the problem with stuff like that is just being uncultured. Mm. <laughs> it's just being uncultured. It's as though you don't know rules of engagement in that sense, yeah. basically. So it's like, let's say a neighbor lives next to me my neighbor doesn't just come and knock on my door and say i want to tell you this and it's almost like hey do we like do we have history do yeah we, of course do you understand what i'm yeah. saying so th there's rules of engagement but then there's another sensitive part and i think this is one of the things that to bring balance to the conversation mm. one of the things that i'm seeing so much right now is that people are prioritizing relationship over truth so okay yeah and so that's the flip side of what you said which i agree but the flip side also is that many people today would shield themselves from truth because i don't have relationship and I think, ah, okay. yeah, and I think, I thought it was a heavy topic. <laughs> it is, it is. I, that was a span of work. Yeah. Like, didn't know you said that. <laughs> Literally. So, so it's almost a case of, okay, so this is what it is. So let's say, um, I don't know, imagine that, um, God, this is a very, you know, very, uh, what's the word now? Extreme circumstance. It wouldn't happen. But yeah. imagine that. Um, you see someone who is about to jump into a river. You don't go, oh, um, I don't have a relationship. Like, 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you know what no, I'm saying? Like, saying. relationship is not the issue. The issue is that you're about to die. Like, yeah. you need to be rescued. It's not always the case. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I think I think that there is also a a, a part where people are so sensitive right now. Mm. Uh, my maturity as a Christian should be that whether or not someone has a relationship with me, if they bring the word, the word is the relationship. <laughs> Is the glue. what would That's allow it. us to. The, the, it makes sense. The, the word people are not saved by relationship. We yeah. were not saved like we didn't. Well, some people f- went to church of Christ because maybe somebody they knew invited them, mm. but not everybody was saved by relationship. Yeah. We were saved by truth. Yeah. But I'm not saying relationship is not important. That's just the flip side to mm. it. That there is also the extreme where people right now they wouldn't receive something that they should have um, received just ordinarily just because it's a case of well, you don't have proximity mm. you don't, and i go sometimes like do you love do you actually love truth mm. in that sense so that that's another angle to it no, that's, that's a good angle yeah that's, wow you really did go for that one yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so my next question is do you think there's a lot of pressure from being a christian artist slash celebrity mm. is there a lot of pressure do you think so huh. we'll give them pressure <laughs> That's a good question. Um, who Ooh. did give the? Uh, what, 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 to be fair, it's, yeah. It's, I mean, okay, let's look at like Instagram for example, just because it's something that we could all relate to. Yeah. Like a lot of people, mm-hmm. you've got a lot of followers. Obviously, Christianity, unfortunately, is almost like used as a brand. Yeah. So you know, everybody knows you're a Christian. Everybody knows what you're about. You mm. could be like, I don't know, a well-known pastor, a well-known artist, yeah. gospel artist, or whatever. Do you think that there's a lot of pressure that mm. if certain things are to be revealed i don't know let's say you did something you wore something that was perhaps maybe on the edge line of inappropriate or you were to portray a certain act that was again inappropriate or missing the mark or whatever that may look like do you think there's a lot of pressure yeah um from society or from the christian community yeah to for celebrities or christian celebrities to uphold themselves in a certain way uh, okay, the way I'm going to answer this is just going to be like from. Say it. So, so this is, guys, this is what it is for me. Too much is given, much is expected. Mm-hmm. If you, if you're, if you're a public figure in the body, mm-hmm. an officer, um, an artist, whatever you call yourself, the game is about. When I use the word the game, the game. When I use the game, I mean the role. You're going to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Is about holding yourself to mm-hmm. such a standard that you live above the pressure mm-hmm. but that by the ve- by by the very standards you hold yourself to the pressure is nothing basically mm-hmm. so first corinthians chapter 2 i'm going to quote the scripture claire it says this it says he that is spiritual judges all things yet he's judged of no one yeah and that's not saying that that's not saying that or oh, no one can hold you to, to be accountable no that's what it's just what it's just trying to say is that there's a level of spirituality that you attain to. There are certain things that can't judge you. Mm. Does that make sense? Um, and, and, and I think the, if I'm being honest with you, I think the problem is this, is that to an extent, we are producing people that are very gifted, but maybe are they as mature in that sense? So mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. Did Jesus, Jesus was an influencer. He was yeah. a public figure, controversial public figure, mm-hmm. right? Did he have pressure? From who? Like, does that make sense? Yeah. No one said, "Oh, yeah, it's true." Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, imagine Jesus—the kind of pressure from what? Like, the man had already decided he was going to die. So, who, who are you? What are you coming to tell him that? 
that what that he didn't he didn't he didn't do dreadlocks or he did dreadlocks or it did, you know by the way hey guys we're of course anything <laughs> basically all right what, what what kind of pressure are you are you bringing his way yeah. you know I, I i think that you know some of the pressures that um people face is because they've not first regulated themselves becoming a law to themselves by becoming a law i don't mean i don't mean not being accountable i mean bringing yourself under setting con constraints that jesus said something he said the the prince of this world system said and he comes and he finds nothing in me mm -hmm. some of the things that people respond to are things that are already in them wow. but it takes it takes their environment to really bring it out of them in that sense so mm -hmm. to call long story short yes there is pressure realistically speaking but i feel that the call is to leave a standard that that pressure so it's almost like okay i'll give an example let's say righteousness holiness yeah. if i am pursuing god in righteousness and holiness as a public figure as a celebrity as an artist basically the the, the, the issue here is being above reproach being mm -hmm. blameless takes me outside of the pressure yeah. does that make the pressure is for those who haven't necessarily pushed for that for that level and mm -hmm. I, I think it's just it's just that yeah no that's a good that's a good point and yeah. um of course we may get into it a bit later but of course having what people sometimes want they want yeah. the influence without actually the leadership exactly that comes with it and i remember talking about this um quite a few weeks back about actually you know people like the fact that cameras lights are on them mm -hmm. but when yeah. it comes to taking responsibility as a leader yeah they don't like that they're just like oh no this is not that's a lot i'm yeah. a human this yeah. is that's when you'll know that they're human yeah um yeah. so i think it all goes hand in hand just as you were saying and just making sure that of course that you there's no pressure from anyone yeah at the end of the day we're all you're trying to pursue jesus yeah do it the best that you can yeah and that's that, that that's it and, and i think i think pressure is determined by who has your ears and what voice you listen to yeah um that's another thing so it depends where you're tuned into like a radio station if you're tuned into a certain frequency you listen to particular particular radio station mm -hmm. and everything that's similarly if we're tuned what realm we're tuned to determines what i have pressure pressure to preach the gospel paul says to he says um oh what to me if i don't preach the gospel yeah. that's a different kind of pressure mm -hmm. but it's not a pressure does that make sense yeah so i think that it also it also depends on where people are tuned to and i feel like if we are tuned to or we're, we're dancing to the tune of of the world um especially as believers this thing on becoming becoming influencers and everybody is an influencer everybody's a public figure i don't have an issue with that but i think part of the problem with that is that everyone um in in doing that everyone wants to get into you know make make comp setting compromises and mm -hmm. the pressure comes when you are caught in between two realms caught in between two opinions um i love when elijah goes and he says um how long will you waver between two opinions the yeah. pressure is literally from the wavering in between two realms mm -hmm. in that sense do you see what it's like right. unbelievers like do they have pressure to act like christians no, no they don't because they don't. they've chosen to follow the world yeah <laughs> does that make no, sense that's true. they don't because when you but then with christians it's like oh you need to be like a better christian or you need to be like a certain type of christian. yeah there's a, there's a christian brand that's what it's it is bad. <laughs> it's actually bad because i yeah. feel like it then what I don't like about it, yeah. And yeah, you could say this is my opinion. What <laughs> I don't like about it necessarily is because, I mean, just as we 
came to the beginning, it doesn't give people grace. Yeah. It's like, they, you have to be careful because it's almost like they will become your God. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is the standard. If they fall, they must not fall. If they yeah. fall, then oh, it, it's literally the end of yeah. end of it for me. Yeah. Um, And you will almost start to second guess what you've believed in them and stuff. And I think that could be quite dangerous mm. because you start to worship people rather than worship God. Yeah. And... I just think that with the whole cancelling culture, just as you said in the beginning, it's all about extending grace, yeah. extending forgiveness, um, making sure that as a Christian, yes, don't get me wrong, it's good to like say your opinion, but don't rule someone out. Like, <laughs> don't rule someone out. Don't yeah. ever kind of give that sort of like, oh, that's it. That's the yeah. end of it. Yeah. So I think I think it's that balance of grace and truth. Yeah. That whilst there must be truth, which is a standard, there must be grace, which is the empowerment to get people to the standard, mm -hmm. basically. So it's, it's bringing that, that balance. And I think sometimes we are on the extremes in a generation where it's, okay, truth, standard, 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 yeah. but then there is no grace. But then some people, grace, 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 but then there is no standard. And I think mm -hmm. if we literally practice that, we would not need to cancel anyone. The word of God would, <laughs> I won't say it cancel people, but <laughs> the word of God will convict people. Yeah, no, yeah. it's true. It will make you check yourself first. Yeah. <laughs> before yeah. anybody checks you. Yeah, yeah, that's, that, that's true. That's true, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, so I think that's our time. Yeah, literally. That is literally our time. Yeah. So thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. Um, it's been exciting. Awesome, and it's such an it amazing is. debut. I right. love it. I love it. <laughs> but you will definitely be seeing more of me. I'm excited. That's, that's good. Um, so of course, um, thank you everyone for watching. Um, do engage with us, like, comment, and subscribe. Comment on tjarabeshalom.com and. Yeah, we would love to engage with you. We would love to, like, you know, have this conversation further. We may even do a part two. You never yeah, know. So yeah. keep tuned and we'll look forward to seeing you again. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Good engaging with you today.